This is Team Business Podcast. Team Business uncovers the everyday entrepreneurs why, how, and the road to now. With hosts Mike Fusco and Ray Ramirez. Join us to learn how game-changing founders act on their vision and build a team for success. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Ray. Ray and I were recently discussing our, our podcast, and I think something that our viewers have noticed is that when we talk about building a team in business, a lot of the times we talk to people about their internal team, you know, exactly. the, the employees or the people that work for them in the business every day, you know, in a traditional the, sense, in yeah. a traditional sense of what yeah. an employee in a team is. Yeah, exactly. But I think that especially nowadays and in the world that we live in here, the virtual world, the global world, you could have people working for you all over the world, man. Yeah. And it's like they're in your office and they're managing certain parts of your business that an internal employee might normally have done. And, and in some senses, they're, they don't have to be your direct employee. It can be uh, labor that's outsourced or pro, our skills, uh, skilled people that are outsourced, not direct, not your direct employee either. Absolutely. So I think the, the guest that we're going to have today uh, that Ray's going to interview, yeah, uh, <clears throat> he outsources everything. Yeah. yeah. He outsources everything. And, and hey, look, man, if, it's, if you have a profitable business and you're growing your business, by using vendors or, or you know, uh, people that independent contractors, independent contractors, yeah. you know, you're you're doing things on Fiverr, Upwork, however you're finding these people. I mean, that's that's the modern day world that we live in, man. Well, I mean, that's just all the, the more power to you. It's just the beauty of just uh, business or anything in life in general. There's more than one way to do it uh, to be successful. And so this uh, Todd Cooper, who we'll have on on the show here, definitely does it um, in a non-traditional sense, and uh, it, it's 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 amazing to, to watch. So we'll be back in just a sec, and uh, Ray's going to talk a little bit more about Todd, and then we're going to bring him on and help you understand how you might be able to grow a business by outsourcing your talent. We'll be back. Team Business. Ray and I are back, and uh, Ray, tell us a little more. Uh, what types of things does Todd outsource? I mean, his entire operation from warehousing to shipping to um, inventory, all of it, um, which is kind of uh, really astonishing. Uh, we'll talk about it uh, some more in the actual segment, but basically every level of his uh, organization, he runs it, but everything is outsourced 100%. Um, and that's just via the access of technology um, and just working through independent contractors and vendors. And he's been able to not only sustain, but create a successful business that way, which is quite amazing. Team business. All right, thank you everybody uh, for joining us for the 13th episode of the Team Business Podcast. Today, I'm very glad to have on board with us is Todd Cooper, CEO of Waxeline Inc. Did I pronounce that, that right, Todd? Is that Waxeline, is that what? Yeah, yeah, you got that, Waxeline. Perfect. Yeah, and he's been the uh, the uh, guy in charge building his team for probably the last, uh, 
how long have you guys been in business? Uh, 10 years. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's something to say. They've been uh, in business 10 years here in San Diego County. If you're, if you're in business 10 years, you're doing something right. Um, before we start the show, let's start. Give us a little breakdown of your company history, services you offer, and the type of clients you serve. Uh, so it's uh, organic uh, personal care products and uh, generally for everybody, you know, so it's we want to be a part of everybody's life, you know, in your uh, uh, uh personal care routine, so products that you would have in your bathroom, maybe. Um, we've started with our multi-purpose ointment, um, which is oh, it was known as the petroleum jelly alternative. We have okay. a patented process for making it, so uh, it's really unique to have an organic product that works like petroleum jelly, but kind of as we went along, we realized it's just so much better than petroleum jelly that, um, you know, people with eczema really love it, and uh, but there's because it's really good for dry skin and as a moisturizer, but has so many other uses as well. Everything from makeup to babies with diaper rash and, and for sports, you know, it's great as like a chamois butter um, or anti-chafe type thing. And I finished the San Francisco Marathon using it and I didn't have any chafing issues anywhere. Skin was actually softer afterwards. So Oh, cool. Awesome. Perfect. And 10 years, huh? Uh, where are you guys based out of? So uh, it originally started in San Francisco, um, and then we're in the Bay Area, but then moved down to San Diego in, I believe, 2015. Perfect. Um, So you told us a little bit about your background, what what your company does. How did you – find a passion for what led you to your current company now? I mean, what, what, how did that get started and how'd you end up where you're at now at this point? So, yeah, it's kind of a random, I wasn't, uh, my goal wasn't, you know, to, to start an organic personal care company necessarily. Sure. Although I am into, um, I've never liked um, like sunscreens that aren't natural and like some of the stuff that, you know, my parents would put on me, I'm like, no, just please don't. Um, and, but what it actually started was was gonna we're looking to make another product that was gonna use petroleum jelly as a base and then realize we don't want to use petroleum jelly because of the links with um you know being based from crude oil and so we just said well we, there was nothing really good on the market so and then that's when the light bulb went on well if petroleum jelly is such a popular thing one of the most popular personal care products of all time and yeah. there's no good organic alternative there was a couple that they weren't really you know, the quality that we were looking for. So we ended up making it and in doing so, we created this process. Um, and then when we went to manufacturers, they're like, we don't know how to do that or anything. The equipment doesn't exist. So we ended up creating the custom equipment and then um, ended up patenting the process as well. And it's the process that makes it so good because it's breathable. So instead of being like petroleum jelly where it just suffocates your skin, it really lets the skin breathe and it's really light. So the product turns out to be really super effective and everyone's like, you guys need to just, you know, go with this because this is really working for, um, and so it's just sort of one of those things that just took off on its, on its own. Great. That's awesome. It sounds like a great story. Um, I, I guess, I mean, obviously from the, all the members we've had and, um, this is business owners we've had on this uh, podcast, um, they did not build their, 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 their company on their own. They've had obviously over the years, they have key, uh, they have, a team they built around themselves in order to get them to that point. Uh, 
can you tell us exactly when it went into building your team around you and, 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 and what did that look like? Um, and some of the challenges you face as you're building that team around you? Yeah, team building is key and, and um, working with the teams is really important. And I've had, I've had businesses previous to this as well. And that's definitely, I, I was in the restaurant industry at one point. So, you know, ma- managing teams is everything in the restaurant industry. So, um, it's been a bit of a different ride here because um, I do a lot of the work um, myself. So at first, when we, we used to manufacture in-house, so we had a team based around manufacturing and, and all that because nobody else knew how to do it. But once our volume got to a certain point, we hit the where we either had to, um, uh, you know, become basically a manufacturer and invest in a bunch of equipment or we could outsource. So we went the route of outsourcing the manufacturing so at that point, the business model really shifted from having teams internally to actually, I still consider them my team because they're an integral part of the business, but we do what a lot of businesses do now, which is the B2B business to business contracts, you know, where you find specialists. Um, so we have the contract manufacturers and that's what they do. They manufacture. So we really have to establish a really good relationship with them. Um, I try to visit them when we can now, of course, with COVID, we don't go up there too much, but, uh, yeah. uh visit and, and stuff. They don't want to see me right now, but, um, <laughs> but it is good to stop in and just really keep a good personal relationship with everyone there too. And for me, I try to like make sure I pad my emails with lots of nice stuff so that we're, um, just having a good relationship and communicating really well with what, what our needs are there. Um, and it is a bit of a different relationship. Um, with them and of course my bigger the, the another really big team aspect there's marketing team which is all outsourced contract um it's not in-house team and then also the um uh, fulfillment uh and and people who manage the e-commerce sites and everything i just yeah instead of bringing everyone in you can just outsource what you need and then they you have all the professionals that you need right there so they uh uh, it's just, it's really all about the relationships and you still are establishing those relationships with them, but you're not, they're not your employees. You know, you're not like, okay, do this. Um, and then they have to do it. They, they, they work much on their own. So it's a slightly different type of communication, but you still really need to make it very clear. I think that's the main thing for team building is having a clear plan and, and setting it out. So, you know, um, there are these people who we, who they're, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. Um, but if I don't give them a clear game plan, then they don't know what to do. And that's when communications start to break down. So it's just really important to communicate to everyone so they know, um, they know what exactly it is, what the game plan is. Well, you hit something right on the head there. Uh, when you said COVID, I mean, every business, depending on what industry you're on, uh, you're in, uh, some are more challenged than others, but it's impacting us all. So how have you, as a CEO of your company, how have you been managing keeping momentum, keeping progress going in light of COVID and in your, within your uh, work structure? So, you know, we've been really lucky. Um, and, and my heart goes out to everybody who is having a hard time with this. And I know it's impacted everybody, like you said, to some extent, certainly changed, certainly changed things. 
um, because you know because it's great moisturizer. Waxing is really good if you're washing your hands a lot. Yeah, um, we have a lot of healthcare workers that use it and everything um, because it helps keep moisturized with all the sanitizer and everything. Uh, so it's become a, it's real essential. So our sales actually were up. We had an increase in sales last year in 2020. So um, hasn't been an impact as far as the bottom line is concerned. But yeah, like you said, like the um, just it's impacted everyone. It's impacted the way we just have to send out our marketing, especially right at first. You have to be really careful what emails you are sending out and um, the way you're communicating with everybody because just everyone's just stressed out. Um, and and yeah, obviously visits to the to the uh, manufacturer and stuff haven't happened. But the uh, I was lucky because I set this up. I, I don't know. I, I didn't foresee a pandemic coming, but sure. I definitely saw the direction of business going this way. And this business to business model was very different from anything I've ever done. I've always managed my teams in house and, and I've liked that, you know, you get these people and you get them loyal and you can pay them a full time salary. And then they, um, it's like really, you know, part of the family. Um, whereas with this business business, but it, what it has allowed me to work remotely. So I was already working remote. And all the teams were already working remotely for us before COVID started. So we're sort of one step ahead. It didn't have to make any major shifts. Um, I can't think of anything that we really had to pivot except for our messaging. And, um, you know, there, obviously there's been some impact. But for us, we were really lucky um, in that I think the take-home message is that the business-to-business -business model works really well um, in because it, it is very um, uh, plastic, you know, it's very flexible. You can um, you can mold it to whatever it needs to be. So when the pandemic or something like that hits, you just you just it's easier to just pull some levers or press buttons as it may be on the computer. That sounds to me like you're uh, you already had a good uh, social media and uh, online presence already at this point to. Be, um, to help you out through, during uh, the pandemic, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we we uh, I already had a, a, a you know digital marketing team in place, and that was we had shifted our model. At one point, Waxing was in fifteen thousand stores. We were in all the CVS Pharmacy, most of the Walgreens, all the Bed Bath and Beyond, Whole Foods. It's still in Sprouts. We're sold in some select stores like Sprouts Farmers Markets for the people in San Diego probably familiar with that. Yeah. And um, and uh, and like natural grocers in Colorado area, Vitamin Cottage. You know, there's some a lot of the natural grocery stores sell it still. Um, but we focus on just certain retail. We don't do the discount retail because it became a problem with price matching and the online became a bigger deal. There was a point where online you have to control that space and so really found that online was a better marketplace for us so we had shifted most of our uh, yeah our digital presence you know about about five years ago um four or five years ago we made a big transition to you know we found most of our customers prefer buying online um Perfect. And, and we're looking at getting back into the, the retail space but uh, that's one thing COVID has definitely slowed down is the the re-entry into like all the, and we probably won't sell in the discount stores, but you know, like the, uh, the, it's hard to, it's hard to get in contact with the buyers and visit the stores. You can't do any in-store demos now and you can't. So yeah, if we were purely retail, we would have a hard time right now. 
Perfect. Um, well, uh, part of the show here is we'd like to talk about a little bit of feel good questions on it. But uh, as far as your passion for the business, obviously things are going well. You, you're obviously an entrepreneur. You, uh, you've been an entrepreneur for, for a while. But if you weren't doing this, what do you think you would be pursuing? So, you know, that's a good question. There's two, I, I would um, look, uh, looking to get in, you know, for not, not-for-profit um, businesses. I'm looking at starting one now. I'm actually in the process of starting one. I just don't want to pre-launch it, but uh, <laughs> I, it's, not, it's not official, so I can't say Sure. That. Yeah, they um, doing some not-for-profit in uh, environmental cleanup, just to be vague. And um, then also, you know, my mother struggles with uh, uh, dementia or struggled with dementia um, for many years. And it was really difficult in the United States, I'm sure around the world, but particularly the U.S. for people who have loved ones with um, dementia. And so trying to make it easier for people to find the right places for housing and the right medical um, programs and things like that. So so basically, yeah, some type of not-for-profit um, uh, you know, give back to the community kind of thing. Um, as far as work, you know, I would always still keep working. Like if I was a zillionaire right now. Yeah. Um, and look, I guess Elon Musk just became the richest man in the world, but he's still working too. So um, it's like, just retire. Just don't, you know, yeah. just go do something fun. But no, I, you know, I went, I, I play um, in pickup soccer leagues too. And um, I like to surf. So I would probably spend a lot more time um, surfing. And, uh, yeah, well, I also heard that heard you. Um, you know, you ran the marathon, right? So you're a runner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So running and and uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and maybe triathlons. I, I like you know running, bike, swimming. So um, just I would hopefully I would spend more time doing that. Uh, and and actually been trying to get my life to have a little more balance as it is because yeah, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's just like. It's nonstop, so you have to you have to put a cutoff point because there's yeah. no you never get to the bottom of your list, your to do list. So you just have to stop it and go. And so that's why I do the leagues because then I feel like I have to, I have this commitment to the team. I have to show up on Tuesday night. Um, and yeah, so yeah, uh, that's a that's a great way of looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I totally understand that. Uh, I'm a little bit enthusiast myself with uh, marathon running, and and uh, I was well before. COVID happened, I was going to try to do an Ironman as well myself, but uh, I, I, that'd have to wait. Yeah, I guess those, those yeah, the, the competitions are off. I'm actually currently in Australia right now, and um, so we haven't had, we have a, not as much COVID transmission, so that's why I'm able to still do the leagues. Um, but yeah, even here, like there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, you can't go to Hawaii for the Ironman, that's for sure. Well, what part um, of Australia are you in? Um, I'm in Queensland right now, yeah. So, um, North, yeah. So it's so it's good, um, and I'm just yeah. I just happened to be here before lockdown, and um, and it's turned out to be the better. I decided to stay here because it was looking the prognosis was better here. So, um, and that's <laughs> yeah, really California not, does not look great right now. That's for sure. Not the place to be. Um, it is, but it isn't. Uh, I'm sure it'll all it'll all work itself out. It's just a reality we all have to deal with. Um, and at some point, things are going to have to, there's going to have to be a normal, what we call the COVID normal, I guess. Um, exactly. I don't think the virus is going to disappear, but yeah. Um, so are you married? 
girl, um, girlfriend. I, yeah, yeah. I have a, my 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 uh, significant other, my partner, is uh, Australian, so that's okay. why. I've been, yeah, I'm just on this side of the pond. So, uh, common question we ask, kind of put you on the hot seat here. So, uh, what would your significant other say is the best quality she loves about you, and the quality she least likes about you? Um. Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is the hot seat. Um, <laughs> I'd say my hair for both of them. No, um, no yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. We should ask her. Um, she, I, I think. Uh, um, well, probably the least like the least is always going to be you know being an entrepreneur is obviously like putting trying to. And like I said, I've been better about balancing my time. And so I do try to give plenty of time for the relationship. But like over the holidays is always tough with the e-commerce, right? Everyone does the sales. And so that's always a negative of just sort of being so tied in time-wise and commitment to the business is I'm sure not the, not the best quality for a partner. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it took me many years to figure that out that like, you know, not everybody's life is quite like this. I mean, some people, they clock out at five and then they're done. Yeah, um, but uh, I guess it's kind of a twenty-four-seven thing for me. Um, I think that probably best quality would be the um, just my compassion, you know, towards um, people in general, um, and, and probably particularly her, you know, and uh, just that I do. I, I'm yeah, I tend I'm a I'm a caring person, so I do care about, uh, and that's with all of our customers too. You know, I think you know sometimes I get that that people with we're doing a return or something like that. It's like, look, our goal is to help people get organic personal care products. You know, we want to, obviously we have to make money to survive in the end. Sure. That happened. But the, the goal, it's always important to keep the goal is like helping people. Um, and so I think that I would, I, I would imagine, I mean, she's got a long list of great qualities, so I don't know which yeah. one she would choose. But I'm going to something for her. It's kind of funny. Every time we ask that question to anyone, one of our guests, usually the it's the, the quality that's they love the best is usually the one they hate, they they dislike the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, I heard you talk about sports, whatnot. So I guess what's what's your favorite sport? Who's your favorite team? Favorite team? Yeah. Sport and favorite team. That's a tough one. Well, you know. Um, so, well, I've just been, I'm, I'm, I just love sports and I'm like, okay. like, like any game is a good game. And so it's been interesting being over here in Australia because, you know, I grew up playing football, soccer, okay. um, baseball, um, tennis, um, swimming. Like I did all the sports. I was never like super great at any of them, but I just did them all. Um, and, and, but yeah, just in here in Australia, they've got like rugby and, um, AFL, like the Australian football and stuff. Yeah. So there's these teams, I have no idea how the rules work. But like once I'm off, I'm watching the game, I still get all into it just because it's fun watching anything. And I'm playing, I said playing soccer, but I said playing futsal, which is like a small version of soccer. Um, of like five people per side on little, like indoor soccer kind of. And, but, uh, yeah, yeah, surfing is my, surfing is my main, my main, uh, sport. Um, grew up in in the Bay Area, so got to go. Got to go with the Niners, you know. Okay. The Forty Niners and uh, the Giants and the uh, you know the Warriors, of course. Those are the big three. The sorry, big about, three. sorry about your Warriors, man. It's like, geez, the injuries have been killing you guys. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was a fun run. They had a good run there for a minute, 
And then, yeah. um, then uh, you know, without Kevin Durant, you know what can you do? Um, uh, I think you guys will be back next season. I mean, it's too bad that Clay got injured again, but yeah, yeah. he'll be back next season. Um, well, for our audience out there, if they want interested in your products, tell us how they can find you uh, online. Or tell our audience uh, uh, as far as your website, etc. Waxeline dot com. So yeah, it's spelled W A X E L E N E. So just Waxeline with all E's. Um, except for the A and Wax, of course, but uh, Waxeline.com. Um, it's on Amazon as well. Um, so that's usually the best places on our website or Amazon. Just order it up or Sprouts Farmer's Market, of course. Plug, plug for Sprouts. And um, yeah, yeah, give it a try. You'll love it. It's um, It really works well, especially for, for eczema or any kind of dry skin, but there's tons of other uses. And we have some new products too besides the flagship, so. Perfect. Sounds great. Yeah, d- definitely, guys. Uh, uh, definitely, he's he is, uh, you know, online presence, but he's a local business as well. So please support your local business. Please uh, try some wax lean outs. I'm sure you'll uh, love uh, the product. Um, Todd, thank you very much uh, for coming on today. Uh, that's basically, like I said, it was we're going to make it short and sweet, easy for you, easy for you to uh, do this in and out. Uh, what'd you think? Uh, your, uh, think about our episode today. Oh, it's a great episode, and you know, podcasts are so much fun, and uh, it's good. I, I got a lot out of it, and uh, I always learn from doing the podcasts uh, and watching them as well. And so, yeah, it's good to uh, to keep that team building. Um, team building is everything for business, as you pointed out. So it's good to uh, to focus on that and um, and let people know uh, just and just to hear about other local businesses. We are based out of Solana Beach. Um, and, and, uh, the, yeah, the Northern County region. So, you know, helping support local businesses is everything, especially in this, in these times. So I really appreciate you just doing a podcast to highlight local businesses and, and the teams because it's all about the people. That's the community right there. Definitely. We need, we need all the support we can around these days. It's, uh, we're all in this together. Yeah. That's right. Perfect. All right. Uh, thank you guys. We'll be, uh, we'll be right back. Thank you for joining another episode of the Team Business Podcast. Glad to have you. Please uh, don't forget to uh, connect to all our social media links. And don't forget to support local business. Thank you for having us. Thanks for watching. Take care.